I'm JR. And I'm Stacy. And this is Sparrows Under Review. At this time, right now, we have King Germ from Pod Saving My Marriage on our little bit we're doing with him for a quick little ad that we're going to throw in our show for him. So, King Germ, please tell us real quick about your new show. Uh, thank you, JR, for calling me. Uh, well, as far as my new show, it's kind of the same as the old show. If you're not familiar with the old show, it, we was previously known as a broadcast, but we did some rebranding. And now we're showing people how Pride and Saved Our Marriage. It's basically, think of all your TV couples. Uh, that's what you have with me and my wife. We don't always agree. We disagree most of the time. But that's where the magic comes from. Um, you can catch us every Friday um, on all DSPs. And hopefully you will come and listen and get entertained by us so we can show y'all how we are saving our marriage with podcasting. I'm JR. And I'm Stacy. Wow. I did that. Uh, that uh, Man, uh, I stuttered on the thing. I did my JR too aggressive. It was like, that's not my normal. Mine's, mine's more like JR. And then, you know, it's, it, we roll from there. Right. So, usually my name's the more aggressive one. Right, right, right. So, everybody, we went to Lexington Comic Con and Toy Convention. That's one thing I need to clear up because I was just going with Lexington Comic Con. And Lexington I went... Comic and Toy Convention. Yes, that's the name of it. So we went. Uh, we arrived Friday, and if you listen on um, West Virginia and Commonplace, you actually heard what went on the first day. We had a few things there, so definitely make sure you check that out. So, in following up with this. Uh, we're over here on Sparrows under review. It's the first collaborative effort we've done between both shows. And we went for a second day. So we went Saturday, then we went Sunday. Sunday, after our Saturday experience, for me, it was a more quiet experience or a lesser crowd experience. Right. And um, got to see Kevin Smith for a second. His head popped out and then it went back around <laughs> the corner. They really had him guarded. They did. For some reason. I don't know why, but I guess they didn't want no photos of him. Right. Uh, and then I seen uh, Jason Lee, a.k.a. My name is Earl. Earl. Um, and for any of you Mallrats fans, Clerks, or any of those other movies that tail into that trio or quadruple group of people that deal with Kevin Smith, you know him from Dogma. You know a bunch of uh, the crowd that was there had something to do with Kevin Smith in some sorts. Um, and we've seen other people. We've seen Mark Henry again. Um, Mark Henry is uh, not larger than life. He's a nice sized guy. Um, I would like to take our credit real quick and say this, that I wonder at what time, probably in 1996 or whenever, he was the world's strongest man. He was an Olympian because um, he was massive when I was little. Like when I was little, his shoulders were as long as this table or probably longer. But you got to think you were also a lot smaller when you were little. Right. So... Maybe it just, you know, he still would body slam me today. He would get a perfect gorilla press and drop me on my head. Right. Not taken away from his strength or anything, but I expected him to be bigger. Right. And I think that the problem with that is I thought he was going to be the size of, uh, what's his name? I call him Osmosis. Osmo. The big. However uh, you speak his name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He so had his part with AJ Styles. Oh, yeah. And now he's about to face Brock Lesnar, but that's a whole another podcast for another day. Um, probably this week, too. Anyway, um, so, Stacey, give us your take on what, what went on when we got to... Uh, I, don't, I don't know why I was about to switch it up and, and call it something <laughs> totally different again, Lexington Comic Con. Um, I mean, day one was a lot of people. 
it was borderline overwhelming. Um, it was overwhelming for me at certain points. Um, I agree with you. Sunday was a lot more laid back. You didn't have as big of a crowd. I think it helped that we kind of went in early. So we didn't, um, have the extra added people that attend church. Um, the people that stay up all night and play their games and do stuff. So they sleep in. I think we missed that crowd too. Cause we didn't end up staying all day. Um, we got, what we needed to when we were in there we experienced everything that we wanted to we went back through all the tables and everything that we wanted to again and of course we had dinner downstairs or lunch i guess and um great thing about that is you can see some amazing pictures on uh the instagram uh over on on west virginia commonplace and you can also see some youtube videos that have been released in different shorts on tiktok um the long form video you will have to wait for that for a bit uh <laughs> video editing is not my chops right and i don't think it's anybody's chops because when you have to stitch stuff together i don't know how the professionals very do- select few <laughs> yeah, the the professionals that do it, I might have to hire somebody to do it for us. And I'm not an editor at all, in <laughs> any sense. So our day started off, we went inside. Like always, it was a smooth interaction getting inside. Mm-hmm. Like nobody bumping shoulder to shoulder. A lot of the cosplay, it was different cosplay. We we met some uh, people from Demon Slayer outside. Yeah. Um, I can't get through all the names of the characters, but it was one of the characters that looks like a pig on top of his head or, or warthog. And his body was, he had a wife beater on, but normally he don't, the person doesn't have a shirt on. And then the young lady with him was in gear also. So we get inside, there's a DJ bumping some music. I forgot what the music was playing because whatever it was was catchy and then it got even catchier. They were playing R. Kelly when we first walked in. Oh, they were? And you, yeah, you're like, I can't believe they're playing this. Oh, yeah, my bad. I forgot. My, mm-hmm. my memory's jogged on the But then the things. next song was um, some type of blind dance type. Yeah, some Cotton Eye Joe type stuff. <laughs> no, it was. Um, no, it had some type of dance to it, but it's not country line dance. Oh, well, it was something. So after that, we went down to the first floor. And the first floor we went down, that's the celebrity floor, right. as they call it. And the odd thing about the celebrity floor that I want to throw out here that I didn't get to put out before is over to the corner, uh, Stacy had a mention on the other show about the T-shirts and the transactions that go across with that. Like uh, you have to get from cash to card. And, right. And, and that was one thing, you know. I, we didn't end up, I didn't end up personally with a t-shirt because I don't carry cash. Right. Um, Because I'm so hooked, hooked to... Everybody having to require a card. Yeah, card for this. And then even when we're paying to park now, you know, in rural mm-hmm. areas, I know I better have some money. Right. Better have some quarters or whatever, <laughs> you know. But in a city, because that's a metropolis, you know, I'm thinking card, card, everything. So t-shirts down the drain. So right. Now they did have an ATM, but I don't even know what the ATM fee is. Because you would have to pay the ATM fee and then whatever the unauthorized ATM fee with your bank is. Yeah. So, that's so we, di- we didn't even explore bother. that avenue. Yeah. So with that one, um, definitely, hopefully they'll get cards because everybody has a square reader. Heck, I carry right. a squ- squ- uh, square reader <laughs> for what we do. <laughs> now, um, celebrity thing is just, it, it, it takes care of itself. You know what celebrities are. Y'all know what that fanfare is like, so I'm not going to describe that. Cause. Right. I do have one question for anybody that listens that has been to a Comic-Con. So, um, in our press passes, they suggest, you know, we're free to take pictures, videos, audio, anything that we want to. But if we're going to interact with a celebrity, always ask permission. 
So I noticed on the whole right hand side and the front, it gave the celebrity's name, um, their row number and all of that stuff. But when we got to the other side, it said no photos. And there are, I think, maybe only five of these celebrities that had those no photos. So if y'all have been to the Lexington comic and toy convention, if you could get with us and explain how that works. Like, do we have to pay for those celebrity encounters? Um, is it cash? Is it card? Or do they do that stuff just because they're nice and only the ones over to the side that said no photos charge? I think that's stuff that really confused me. And one thing I'll note is that uh, um, uh, an affiliate podcast to us, Inspired Chats, I watched what they did in theirs. And they approached cosplay people that were famous, but they didn't approach celebrities. Right. And, 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 I, and I was wondering that, and then I looked over a few other podcasts that were at the other seven Comic-Cons that were going on last weekend, and I noticed that people had pictures, but you didn't see video, because some of them got those high-tech uh, wireless microphones and all that extra stuff. I was like, oh, bells and whistles. And I noticed none of them got close to celebrities, but uh, we have to classify celebrities at whoever, but when I say comic book writers and creators and illustrators, those people were very open and free to do that kind of stuff with. So it's one thing. But I they also had those kind of segregated too. You had your group upstairs and then you had a few that were downstairs, downstairs classified as your celebrities. So, so no, definitely. So no doubt on that. We'll definitely have to check into that. I know right. when we go to the next comic con, which will be soon, Right. Which, whatever it be. If we do hunting, we will definitely do Huntington right. again. Well, because, see, the one in Huntington was pretty straightforward. It said, if you want an autograph, this is how much you pay. If you want a picture, this is how much you pay. If you want them both, then you do it. But this one, it was kind of, it made me think everything was separate. Because you had the opportunity to pre-purchase your Photo autographs ops. and your um, photos. Um, which, you know... If they're charging for it, that's that's fine. I just I want to make sure I completely understand everything before we do the next adventure. And I agree on that because the, the next adventure I want to see my guy that uh, did Dragon Dragon's Lair and Space Ace Don Bluth, and he's someone that I've wanted to meet all my childhood. Now, getting getting into the the most amazing part of what happened, we got on the escalator, and um. I had a I had a mishap. I, I slowed down on the escalator by accident. I stopped at the top, and you're not supposed to stop at the top of the escalator. Right, and I think I kind of snapped on you there. Yeah, you snapped on me like a fitted. Okay, so I get up the escalator, and I kind of hesitate. Then I get snapped you on. You stop. You stop. Yeah, I can't believe I, I like something happened. We had just talked about all the etiquette. Right, of, the of, day before. And something happened, and I stopped. Maybe my I think my right heel gave out on me or something excuses excuses yeah 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 and so i'm i'm like shoving i'm like go i was like we can't stop we're on an escalator so we 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 go to the left and to the left was an area that we went to mm -hmm. and i just made a lot of assumptions because i was already in a in a in a tangent or a mood from somebody bumping me or something happening so no, i don't know i think it was after we ate wasn't it the day before and I just don't think you really wanted to be there yet. And I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Because you have, you have a set schedule and a track of what you want to do in your mind. And I kind of detoured you from that. 
Right. I do have systems and processes. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I will have to admit to people. That's how I stay stable in right. whatever I'm doing. So. And that's not in a negative way, but I, I think I think that's what it was. Like, your brain wasn't in it because you didn't have that part scheduled in just yet. And another thing that happened is that that Saturday, there was supposed to be a Harry Potter. Um, What is the match called? Defense Against the Dark Arts Tournament. Right. Which we we didn't know exactly what it was. We didn't know um, it was a board game. Right. We thought it was going to be like some wands. a card ga- board game, yeah. We thought it was going to be some wands. Because, heck, I even went and bought two wands. <laughs> well, we know we didn't buy two wands. We bought four wands. Right. Well, I mean, you bought you two and you bought me two. So, technically. Yeah, so we had four wands ready. I was going to bring one down and I was going... I was going to be one of the bad guys because i that's what I do in life. I like right. villains. Megatron, Megatron, uh, anything, <laughs> Ultron, anything that has to do with bad stuff, that's what, what I like to be. Villains make the world go round. Now, we get into this, uh, to this game room and we look around first and we are greeted because we see him and he didn't say anything at first. We were greeted by um, a representative from the Lexington Gaming Association. Mm-hmm. And I'll let you elaborate a little bit more on that. Um. I'm not exactly sure what they're called. Um, we can link it down at the bottom. Yeah, the Lexington um, Gaming Association. Is it? Yes. Okay. Um, he was very nice. Um, and I think what it was is we went in the day before and we didn't ask any questions. So I just we just went up to him. I'm like, all right, what what are you doing? Like, what what's going on? He's like, okay. And then he just jumps into it. And um, we'll have a little snippet up on one of the websites um either ours actually we'll probably put them on both um to kind of let you feel the excitement he had i i thought he was very excited about explaining it to us um these people who have their own games and they bring them to the conventions and they let people play them for free that's nice and that's that's the part i enjoy um i think there's one thing in charleston that they just built I don't know of any other places in West Virginia, so if any of you guys know places that are similar to this, um, up near Parkersburg, Charleston, even over in the Marietta, Belpre area, send us a message so that way we can come check it out, because the one thing that JR said to me is, I'd like to do some more of this stuff. Yeah, because they were, they were different board games, and, and I'll be honest, they were niche games. They were right. anime. They were related yeah. to pop culture. They were Resident Evil. They were um, Disney villains. Yeah. It wasn't your normal run-of-the-mill, hey, we have Yahtzee, Phase 10, Uno, Monopoly, Sorry, Clue. It wasn't those what you would consider normal games. They had um, like card counting, dice games, anything you can think of. Um that you could do. I mean, they did have a clue version and it looked pretty exciting, but Jared wouldn't play that with me. Now, the thing that amazed me was this guy had a working knowledge of time for like the time duration that it takes to play video. I'm mean, yeah. play these games, not video games, <laughs> play these board games. So I looked over in the corner and I seen to my amazement, the Oregon trail um, game. I'm going to go right. buy that at some point. I know it's at they target. Have it at target yeah, yeah. They got it at target. That's the only yep. place I've ever seen it. And, as um, you and him were talking, I'm going through looking at different games. I've seen Gargoyles from Disney. Woo, yeah. Yep. Um, Resident Evil caught my eye. Cowboy Bebop is what you showed me. Mm-hmm. And then he showed us the quickest game to play, which was My Hero Academia, which was a dice-based game. Right. And a card-based game at the same time. Yeah. 
And because my request to him, well, he asked, he goes, you guys want to play a game? I'm like, yeah, I'd love to. I said, what is your favorite game? Um, And he kind of showed me, but it was a long game. I was like, well, we want to play something that's not going to last forever like Monopoly does. But it doesn't have to be as quick as Go go Fish. Like, so, so maybe 30 minutes to an hour. So he was explaining a couple of them to me. And some of them ke- seemed kind of difficult because you actually had to count and keep track of stuff. And I'm just like, I'm not into that just yet. So give me something simple. So he pulled us over to the My Hero Academia and the Cowboy Bebop. And I'm like, ooh, that's Cowboy Bebop, JR. I would like that. And he goes, well, that's probably going to take you between an hour and an hour and a half. He said, this one, however, you can probably finish it in about 30 minutes. And the the thing that got me and made me like really um, hype about this was that he sat down mm-hmm. with us. He could have went over and helped anybody else with other stuff. Right. No, he did have people come up and talk to him. Right. But he sat there through the duration of the whole game mm-hmm. to make sure we understood how to play. Right. And who does that? Because most people will instruct you to a degree and then leave you. Here's the rules. Yeah, leave you to your own vices. This guy had enough enthusiasm about him Mm -hmm. and his love of games, board games. Right. And he was like, do you want want me to teach you how to play it? He goes, that way it'll save you from reading the rules. I said, well, I mean, I do like to read the rules, but if you have time, I said, we'd love for you to teach us how to play. And... It, it was a good experience. He was a very helpful individual, and he it, he made it feel like it was, um, what how it, what's the word I want to use? It was a wasn't a hindrance to him. Like he didn't sound annoyed. He seemed enthused to help us out. Yeah, and I like that. Now, i got to spin back a little bit. Before we went into the game room, we picked up a giant version of Connect Four. <laughs> now, mind you, Connect Four is my my jazz. That's my game. And anybody knows, if you play me, like, I am not the best player. But I watched my opponent. The whole mm-hmm. time we played, I looked at you. I didn't stop looking at you. Right. And I ran it up. 4-0. Or was it 5-0? 4 Right. And we were playing competitively like you had me in the last one. (laughs) (laughs) I know. And I was, I was determined I was going to beat you. And I made the mistake of looking up from the point of how can I win? Not how can I stop you from winning? Right. So that's where I messed up. And they had a giant chessboard. They had checkers. Mm -hmm. And one thing about the Lexington Convention Center and the Rupp Arena, because we didn't go to the Rupp Arena, but it was right there next to us. In this little breezeway before you get to the gaming area, mm-hmm. there were places for people to sit down. You could actually relax. So even when it was a ton of people there, there were still people that when we were there Saturday that were able to actually sit down and you didn't have to feel, at least in those areas, you didn't have to feel overwhelmed. Claustrophobic, yeah. Yeah. And that's one thing I liked about it. Now, we finished the game of My Hero Academia. I'm not going to tell how that game ended. I'm just going to say I ended my day 5-0. and And, uh, <laughs> you know, and I walked over to the corner. and they I had... did stump the guy, though. Yeah. He's like, well, technically. Yeah, I did win on technicality. Yeah. But 5-0, and so I just leave it alone. Right. So we, I'll go over into the corner, and um, Stacy's still looking around at some other stuff. And they had arcade decks up there. Mm-hmm. They had Raspberry Pis built in. And they had full-on, you can call it Mortal Kombat arcade joysticks. They had full sets for two people. Then they had a four-banger. And a four-banger is four people. 
and that was an amazing setup. I must maybe want to go buy one. Have to wait till later on. So now, I, this is the same thing we kind of seen last year, right? The guy had a like a a hard drive type thing and built a GameCube around it, right? Right. Is it essentially the same Similar, thing? Similar, yeah. Raspberry Pi is the inside that, of this. Okay. Yeah, that's a little machine that they use. And a lot of people have them. They're just hard to come by because of the pandemic. Okay. Um, I just wanted to make sure I understood what you were meaning. And that way, if anybody is questioning, like, what's he meaning, they can go back and look at the Huntington Comic Convention from last year. Yeah, you, you could definitely see that the guy's offering there. Now, we finished up in the game room, mm-hmm. and we made our way over to the expo hall where all of the amazing crafts and toys and cosplay was going on in there like crazy. Right. There was a big statue of a rare Quan. I think this is what it's called from Star Wars. And what's the name of the Harry Potter snake? The Bastulist? I always butcher it. I call it whatever I want it. Basilisk? Yeah, the basilisk was in there. So we did two pictures of them. And what I did for the for um, our web, for our Instagram post, I had to slide the picture both ways because it was so wide. Right. I cut one off on one side and then cut one off on the other. So you did, <laughs> you thought it was two different pictures. So that was an amazing thing there. And uh, the wild thing about doing these shows is you have to switch off. So one's a cameraman, one's a camerawoman one's whatever so speak the truth i'm the cameraman the whole time he doesn't like the way i handle things i wanted to record our whole adventure through there because that's what you told me to do initially and then you got on to me because of the way i was holding it and you took over yeah so that happened that way and i'm probably at fault for that so i'll take that that's another one that's two strikes in this whole thing (laughs) so and then um also let me throw in you know i struck out even though i went five and i struck out in baseball because eating the lunch the second day it was not on point like steve nash and we are reviewers you have to understand that we are reviewers right um having food served when it's already been prepared is a very hard thing to do. Right. But when you do it, you got to make sure that food's still hot the mm-hmm. whole time. Hot on Saturday because it was probably made Friday. But on Sunday, that food was cold. Right. But also, again, we were there pretty early. And when we ate on th- Saturday, they probably had to cycle through a bunch of food. So it wasn't like it was sitting there for a while. It was more of a... A rotating circle so it kept in and out in and out okay and, and and i didn't think from that point but that's just one thing i want to point there also i mean it was still good and and, and then tying things up um there were so many toys in there um mm-hmm. so so one thing i want to dive into real quick funko pop yes funko pop is something that we're into and not into but into now and we like to get the deluxe Funko. We mm-hmm. don't mess around. Like, I got a Galactus in the closet. Some guy tried to buy it for me for $26, and I canceled a sale because I realized I want to keep it. So, <laughs> And to me, I don't care what size they are. Um, if it's anything related to the vill- Disney villains, Disney, or Harry Potter at the moment, if it's within a good price range that I want to pay for them, I'm going to get them. I don't, I don't care the size because you, well, we just picked up a bunch of tiny Harry Potter ones and the medium size Harry Potter ones that I didn't have. And then, of course, this huge one that we saw there Friday or Sunday. 
Yeah, so so we, we learned a lot about the Funko, and I can understand why people collect them and I appreciate them. Mm-hmm. And I know why you don't take them out of the box now. Because my big Galactus, I, w- I want to go buy, because every time I, g- I collect stuff, I buy two of each thing mm-hmm. so I can open them. So I want another Galactus, can't find it now. I should have got it when I wanted to, but I may open that Galactus one day. But now, getting back to everything that's important about this Comic-Con, we look around at all kinds of toys and all kinds of items. I had to do a double take when we went in, because we went in there, Eight times altogether, over Saturday to Sunday. He could be off a few. Could be off a few. Give or take. I may have went in extra, but when we went back on that back while we did the the exterior area, mm-hmm. and we got to see more of the items, Funko was every freaking place I looked. Right, and so what drew my eyes into the first place? Um, obviously it was the first one when we came to, but. It had a whole side of Harry Potter characters, and it had the one where it was the Weasley's car, and it's kind of up in the air a little bit, and it's flying, and the dude only wanted $15 for it. To me, I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy it. And then we walked to the next one. Same car, $35. And then we walked to the next one. Same car. I think they ended up having it for like $40. So that... um I'm not saying one place is better over the other, but when you go to places like this, make sure you shop around. Yes. And a big shout out to, because um, uh, I have a little spot for uh, Ashland Time Warp. They had a game, everybody knows that I collect the Activision Spider-Man games, and I got cut a swell deal on it. So right. definitely check those guys out over there, because um, I got Shattered Dimensions as we speak now. I haven't even played it yet. Right. So if it's, if it's priced and you think it's just a little bit too high, don't be afraid to ask. Say, hey, will you take anything a little bit less? Because a lot of times um, they're able to do that because of the way that we, they traded. Yeah, they might have paid $40 for this game, but they paid for it in $40 worth of product. So they're able to afford to adjust that game just a little bit to help you out. So, yeah, most definitely, uh, if you get a chance to go to, to any Comic-Con... Just don't be offended if they tell you no. Right, yeah, don't be offended if they tell you no. Or get rude. Because, remember, when you ask for something, someone has to have a giving strategy. Right. And that's what people fail to realize in asking and the right. giving strategy. Not, right. And that goes to anything in life. So, that's just one thing I like to give people there. Now, to wrap this up, because this has been a great time, um, I, I want to say this. To, to the people that ran Lexington Comic-Con, you mm-hmm. guys... Girls, whomever, are amazing. Right. The group is uh, did a really great job this year. The City of Lexington Police. I mm-hmm. want to tell y'all, huge thank you, because there was no ruckus or no craziness, because right. they seen y'all out there, and y'all were not playing. <laughs> to the parking staff, thank you, because I didn't get robbed. None of my stuff got stolen out the car. Right. And, and you know, you have different situations for everything. And it could have been because all of these groups were so great, but it also could have been due to the fact that the participators were that great this year. So we also want to thank everybody that attended for being respectful. And if any of y'all acted up, shame on you, but also props to whoever took care of it and was able to cover it up. So on that note, I'm JR. And I'm Stacy. And this is Sparrow Under Review.